I was going into this restaurant slash club the other night, right? And it was before it got really busy. This guy literally was so drunk already. It was 7 p.m., friend. Like, you know, actually, it's like 7.30 right now, and I'm drinking. Who am I to judge? But he was, like, real trash, like, as if it was, like, end of night. And the bouncer was telling him, like, look, man, like, you need to cool it or you're going to get kicked out. Like, I already told you. This is your last warning. And he's like, yeah, I know, bro. Like, yeah, I know. Getting all kinds of loud, right? And I'm walking by him to get in like, Jesus. And while passing him, he gets my shoulder and he's like, hey, how you doing though? In the middle of this full getting almost picked <laughs> he literally stopped me, pulled me, was like, That's how you doing? That's so funny. I was like, bro. Priorities. Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, you know what I mean? He took a shot. But that environment, I do yeah. not miss. Yeah. No, I don't need that. Get out of my face with your stink ass COVID breath. Back away. And, hell yeah. Rule number one, pandemic or no pandemic, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Why are you touching me? Get your hands off me. Don't touch me. Don't touch Get me. Get off me. I hate what that. is that? Anyway, hi, I'm Ash. I'm Beth. I'm Beth. Sorry about that. And we're lost. Today, we are talking about the tragic death of Hollywood's beloved, Natalie Wood. If you don't know Natalie Wood, I'm low-key judging you. You, do, you know who she is. Oh, I know who she is. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. For those of you who don't know, let me give you a refresher. Natalie Wood was a popular child star in the 50s and would go on to star in coming-of-age movies like A Streetcar Named Desire, alongside James Dean, my personal favorite, Splendor in the Grass, uh, she was also Maria in West Side Story. Before I get into the bulk of this mystery, I wanted to share something that I learned while researching. So before she was born, her mother was approached by a psychic who told her two things. That her daughter was going to be a star and to keep her away from dark waters. And because of this, Natalie was terrified of water. She wouldn't even dip her foot into the pool and would always tell people that that was the way she was going to go. On the morning of November 29th, 1981, at 7.30 a.m., Natalie Wood was found floating near the coast of Catalina Island wearing a parka, nightgown, socks, and jewelry. Also nearby was the dinghy to her yacht. Her death was ruled an accidental drowning, and I know you're probably thinking, Ash, how is this a mystery? I will say that there are conflicting stories when it comes to how she ended up in the water, and a lot of people believe it wasn't by accident. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I'm so ready for this story. I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay. Natalie Wood and her husband, Robert Wagner, who was also a huge movie star at the time, would take frequent yacht trips to Catalina Island. On this particular trip, they invited several people, but the majority declined the invitation due to less than ideal sailing weather. The one person who accepted this invitation was Wood's latest co-star, Christopher Walken. I'm not going to give an impression. I actually wanted to ask you if you can do your best Christopher Walken. I'm the worst at impressions. I'm so bad. I don't really... I'm Chris... No. See? I can't. No. I'm not doing it. I'm Christopher Walken. No, I can't. It's not in me. We're just going to ignore that. Okay. So on this boat, we have Natalie Wood, Robert Wagner, 
Christopher Walken, and Dennis Davern, the captain of their 60-foot yacht called the Splendor. Do you mind if I spill some tea here? Can I go off? Yeah, please. Okay. So this was Natalie and Robert's second go at being married. The couple divorced 10 years prior when she found him sleeping with a man in their home. Wait, she found him sleeping with a man? I mean, we don't we don't judge. I just thought maybe you misspoke. They're married. Okay. They're married. Yeah. Teaching on her. Wild. According to Dennis Davern, the captain and also a family friend would had become infatuated with Walken during the filming of their latest movie. And because of this, Robert Wagner was extremely jealous of their relationship, which gives me the vibe that the tension on this trip was pretty damn high. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Why did Walken go? I mean, he's probably filling wood too, right? That sounds like it three's a crowd. You know what I mean? Right. So Walken was from the East Coast and he was down in LA, like just finishing filming. And he never been mm-hmm. to Catalina Island, so he wanted to enjoy like a nice weekend on a boat. On Friday night, two days before Wood's body was found, the group had been drinking quite a lot, including the captain. There was a heated argument between Wood and Wagner that was so bad, Davern ended up taking Wood to the shore and checked into a hotel. However, when he was first questioned about this, he lied to investigators and said that all four of them stayed on the yacht. He later admitted that the two spent the night in the same hotel room, but just drank wine and went to sleep. And I feel like the fact that he lied about staying in a a hotel room with Natalie Wood makes me kind of think that maybe they got down. The the captain said that? The captain, yeah. The captain took Wood back to shore on Friday night after um, Natalie and Robert Wagner got into an argument. Yeah, that's... That's um, sketchy to say the least, but the whole thing's weird. Why was the captain so drunk? Shouldn't he be driving? Isn't Natalie scared? You know what? Never mind. Keep going. Keep going. It's the 80s. It's the 80s, baby. They're just living life. (laughs) The next day, Wood and Davern return to the boat to enjoy the rest of the weekend. For dinner, the group goes to a shore restaurant where they enjoy two bottles of wine, two bottles of champagne, and a few daiquiris. They are just throwing back all the drinks, getting loose, right? Mm-hmm. According to their waitress, Wood didn't eat much of her dinner. She was in a bad mood and seemed pretty intoxicated when they all left. And I'm sure we would all be on the floor after two bottles of wine and champagne and daiquiri. So, I mean, that sounds like like a pretty standard evening for you and I, but that sucks. Okay, so she's drunk and grumpy. Yeah. They get back to the yacht around 10 p.m. And around this time, a witness from Harb Patrol said that he heard Wood scream about something, but just chalked it up to her being drunk. This is where the different accounts of what happened get a little sketchy. Two accounts involve a heated argument once the group returns to the yacht, but they are drastically different. According to Wagner in his memoir, Pieces of My Heart, there is actually an argument between him and Walken. In the book, he says, quote, There was no fight, no anger, just a lot of words thrown around like you hear in most political discussions. Natalie sat there, not saying much of anything and looking bored. She left us after about a half hour, and we sat there talking for almost another hour. Then I went to kiss her goodnight and found her missing. Mm. How do you feel about that? I mean, what is he claiming they're arguing about? Because with you saying that Natalie Wood was like infatuated with walk-in... You know, I kind of feel like tension's already high. So what is he claiming mm. that the problem is about? He just said that. It was just a political discussion between friends. He didn't mm-hmm. really, like, get into the nitty-gritty about what the actual argument is about. 
In Walken's statement to the police, he said that he and Wagner did have a small disagreement about Natalie's work-life balance, but Walken stepped away when it got too heated. And this is a quote from the captain about what took place. He says, I opened a bottle of wine and Natalie and Christopher had continued to giggle. And then Robert Wagner picked up a bottle of wine and smashed it. He yells at Walken. What are you trying to do? Fuck my wife. <laughs> and he probably doesn't sound like that, but in my head. <laughs> in my head, that's how he sounds. Yeah. From there, Natalie and Walken go to their separate rooms. Wagner joins Natalie and the two start arguing. To Davern, the fight sounded like it was getting physical. And when he tried to intervene by knocking on the door, Wagner told him to go away. He went back to what I believe was the top of the yacht, and when the yelling stopped, he went back down to check if everyone was okay, and that is when he spotted Wagner near the side of the boat the dinghy was on. This is when Wagner tells Davern that Natalie and the dinghy are missing. Did you ever tell us what a dinghy was? I don't know what a dinghy is. Okay, that's okay. Um, For those of you who don't know, a dinghy is... Is like a, a mini boat that it usually, I'm guessing, comes attached to yachts. It's like a speedboat, like a small. Oh, like if there was an emergency, you would take the dinghy and get the hell out of there. Exactly. That's what a dinghy is. Okay. Um, yeah. So Wagner told investigators he realized Natalie was missing at 1145. Get this, though. At 1.30 a.m., a call was made to the restaurant they had dinner at. And two hours after that is when they called the Coast Guard. Why they waited so long to make a call about a missing wife, I have no freaking idea. It's all very sketchy. That's super weird. Super weird. It's even weirder because if somebody went missing on land, they could have like driven somewhere or they could be, you know what I mean? They could be like running errands. They could be, I feel like there's a variety of places that they might be, but when you're on a boat, and then suddenly you can't find someone on that boat. <laughs> Where'd they go? They're in the water. That's weird. Yeah. So Wood was found with several bruises on her arms, legs, and face. She had a blood alcohol level of 0.14. And because of this, the medical examiner believed her injuries to be consistent with a fall overboard while she was trying to board the dinghy, ruling her death an accident. In 2011, the case was reopened after receiving additional information. Two witnesses heard a woman yell for help just after 11 p.m. Most recently, Detective Ralph Hernandez told 48 Hours in 2018 that the investigators have not been able to prove this was a homicide, and we haven't been able to prove that this was an accident either. The ultimate problem is we don't know how she ended up in the water. So... 40 years later, no one really knows what happened to Natalie Wood except the three people left on the Splendor. That's crazy. So they reported it. When did this originally happen? So this happened in 1981. Okay. And then you said 2011, they reopened it. They reopened the case. Yeah. After two witnesses came forward. That- 30 years later, two witnesses came forward. That's crazy. That's math. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's really weird. I wonder if somebody asked them or they just were both like, hey, I don't, that's weird. I wonder why they didn't just share it in 1981. Yeah. It was kind of hard to find more information about the two witnesses. They kind mm-hmm. of have kept it under wraps. At least I couldn't really find anything about that. I heard her yell and that kind of matched with some other stories like the, okay, you know what? Let's get into theories. Okay. Let's <laughs> do it. I'm, I'm sorry if I threw us off track. Yeah, let's do it. 
So theory number one, she slipped and fell. Some believe that this was a genuine accident, that for some reason, Natalie in a drunken super just fell off or she was trying to ride the dinghy to the shore and fell out. Wagner really pushed this theory hard. In his biography, he said, quote, It was only after I was told that she was dressed in a sleeping gown, heavy socks, and a parka that it dawned on me what had really occurred. Natalie obviously had trouble with that dinghy slamming up against the boat. She probably skidded on one of the steps after untying the ropes. The steps are slick as ice because of the algae and seaweed that's always clinging to them. After slipping on the steps, she hit her head against the boat. I only hope she was unconscious when she hit the water. Jesus. Honestly, you're going to hate me and everyone else is going to hate me, but I don't hate that theory. Okay. I don't hate it. Hold your horses, girl. The thing about the dinghy, the dinghy was made out of rubber, so it wouldn't really make that much noise when hitting against the boat, right? It wasn't made out of any other material that would make like a loud crashing noise. Also, the chief medical examiner included in the report that the algae on the steps was untouched. There's no slipping happening. Right. I mean, well, that's obviously a game changer. Damn it. (laughs) I mean, she could have fell off the boat. Remember, the weather wasn't ideal that weekend, and investigators did find a broken bottle that Wagner said was the result of rough seas. Then again, Mm -hmm. the captain did say that Wagner broke the bottle in a jealous rage. So who freaking knows? Yeah. Part of me thinks this theory sounds good because maybe she would like put on a parka and thick socks if she was going to try to leave. You know? Right. Um, She also was deathly afraid of water. She also was super drunk. You know what? I'm just devil's advocate. Don't listen to me. It's okay. So (laughs) the dinghy was found a mile away from where her body was, and it was said that it was actually never driven. It was in neutral, and the keys were still in the ignition. And the last thing I want to know here before I move on to the next theory is that in the newest coroner report, they found that the location and amount of her bruises indicated that they happened prior to her entering the water. So do with that what you will, okay? Okay. Okay. Theory number two. Robert freaking Wagner did this. Don't sue us. Like I mentioned earlier, tensions were high on this trip. Wood and Wagner seemed to butt heads a lot. Wagner even wrote in his book in 2009 that during his trip with Wood and Walken, he became jealous and argued with both of them. He even admitted to breaking a wine bottle, which at the time he blamed on rough seas. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's just flip-flopping with the stories, maybe. He's Was like it a, a r- goddamn fish out there. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. He's on a boat. Is there more on this theory? Because I have comments. Yes. According to Davern, when they learned that Natalie was missing, Ragnar wasn't putting any effort to look for her. He told Davern not to turn on the floodlights and stalled the call to the Coast Guard. Davern isn't the only person close to Natalie that thinks she was murdered. Natalie's sister, Lana Wood, also believes Wagner had something to do with her death. She knew her sister wouldn't go anywhere near the water by herself, and she also wouldn't go to shore dressed the way she was. Natalie was known, like she was always dressed to the nines. And since the case has been open, Wagner is a person of interest, but not much has been done about it. Oh, shit. I mean, yeah, it's been a long time. That's a lot. Okay, can I tell you my issue with theory number two? Yes, please. Okay, hear me out. Wagner, if he killed Natalie Wood or threw her off the boat and then she died as a result, right? Probably did so because he's having some issue with walking, right? Why 
would walk in, cover for Wagner, and tell a very chill story about what happened. Why wouldn't he say, you know, like, Wagner broke a bottle and he was in a rage and he was mad and I think he did something to Natalie. Why would he say, yeah, like it was, you know, there were rough seas and why would he cover for him? He basically said that they did have a heated argument and he like went to his room. He was in his room when the bulk of everything happened. I mean, he didn't mention the, the bottle being thrown or anything, but also he wouldn't really go on to talk about what happened on the boat, like in interviews, he would decline the question. I don't know. Maybe I'm like reading too much into it, but I feel like if anyone would have known that Wagner probably got rid of Natalie, it would be the boat captain, one, and then Walken. So I don't know why Walken would never say anything. Right. I know Walken was pretty successful. I don't know what point in his career he was at, but maybe it was possible that he didn't want this to have a negative light on his career, you know? So he didn't, like, speak on it. I'm not really sure. Theory number three. I came up with this one. (laughs) Maybe Davern killed Natalie in a jealous rage. Davern considered himself to be Natalie's protector, but what if Davern was in love with her? She was, after all, this charming, beautiful Hollywood star. What if that first night where they spent time in the hotel alone, something finally happened between them. And when she got back to the boat, Davern had to watch her flirt with Walken and be with her husband. Maybe when Walken and Wagner were having their heated debate, Davern and Wood were having one and she was pushed off the boat either purposely or accidentally. Huh? How do we feel about that? That's good. I like your theory. I have an issue with it, but I, I like it. <laughs> okay, what's your issue? Is it true? Okay, so the boat captain in the beginning, goes along with the story, right? And then years later, he comes out and kind of points the finger at Wagner. Why would he do that if he killed her? If he killed her and her death is ruled an accident, wouldn't he just just let it it be? Thank God I got away with it. Let me just like let it be. Why would he come out years later and be like, actually, Wagner did it? I'm not really sure. I think one thing to where what makes him like not really a good source of information is the fact that he did take forever to come out with like all this Mm -hmm. new information and also he he sold a lot of it to the tabloids for money oh that's garbage okay yeah and he like he like teamed up with someone to write a, a book about it like he really profited off of natalie's death which like i don't know if that helps my my case of saying that he killed her i don't really know but he is just sketchy overall, so maybe he did. <laughs> he killed her, and now he's profiting off of it. Drama to profit. I hate when people write books after things that didn't happen to them. Like, someone dies, and then they write a book about it. Like, I hate that. Yeah. Honestly, I know I said the theory number three was what I came up with, but I <laughs> honestly think that Robert Wagner did it. I really think he did it. Don't sue me, please. Allegedly. I think you ha- you did mm-hmm. it, sir. Um, I think you... And Natalie had, oh, I don't want to actually address him. I think that they were having a rough time in their relationship. He clearly had anger issues, right? They were all drinking. I don't know if it was intentional, but the coroner did say that the bruises happened before hitting the water. Mm -hmm. So maybe he like roughed her up a little bit and she got thrown off. I don't really know, but I really feel like he did it. Um, I agree with you. I'm just going to add a little bit to your theory. I think Wagner did it, but I think Walken had more to do with it than is being said or knows more. 
and is involved in some way. You think? Yeah. How could he can feel the vibe? If I'm if I'm third wheeling, you know what I mean. I'm at this like boat party and I'm third wheeling and things are popping off between this couple and I'm like, oh my god, it's getting crazy. I'm going to bed and then suddenly she's missing and the police are like, hey, where is this girl? I would be like, honestly, I don't know, but things were getting really weird between them and I think maybe something happened. But for him to just be so chill, like, I don't know, I just went to bed, you know, and then like Wagner was in bed, like, oh, mm. like, I'm just going to keep it hush. Something's going on there. Right. I will say, though, the captain was the exact same way. They, he was too afraid to speak up. So maybe that that same thing happened with Walken. Does that excuse him? Absolutely not. If he knew something, he should have definitely spoke up. But I don't think that he was involved fully in it, you know? Yeah, maybe it was one of those things where... In the heat of the moment, they didn't say anything, and then time passed, and it was, like, too late, because if they said something, they were now, like, accomplices in some way, you know? I don't know, but they're weirding me out. I, I just feel like if you could feel that the vibes are weird, and people are yelling, and bottles are being broken, then when she goes missing, it wouldn't be that shocking, and you could probably relay that information. But why do you have Wagner's back? Yeah, he didn't really know Wagner, either. He was closer to Natalie. Right. So weird. So he should have I don't any... Know. It makes it bad. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I'm mad too, but I'm I'm with you. Theory number two is the answer, I think. Theory number two it is. Freak that guy sucks. Robert Wagner. <laughs> Hate him. Can we cancel him or is it too late? No, I think we can cancel him and Christopher Walken. They're not relevant anymore. They're both canceled. Right. And that was the story of the mysterious death of Natalie Wood. There are a lot of documentaries about her in general and her death if you guys are interested they're really interesting all right you killed it friend if you don't already you can follow us on instagram at we're lost podcast and if you guys have any recommendations or mysteries that you want to hear you can email them to us at we're lost podcast at gmail.com love ya talk to you later <laughs> goodbye don't get on any boats anytime soon especially not with christopher walken especially not with christopher walken